check, check, check. Mike, check. Mike, check. <laughs> Steven Klein, in person, in the flesh. How do you adjust this? How you much can, did you get these for? Yeah, they're like 15 bucks a pop. Really? Yeah, they were cheap. This whole setup wasn't that expensive. That's huh. the only way I was going to. I would think they'd be a little more than that. That's sick, though. Yeah, I figured it was this cheap. Might as well say fuck it and try to do this shit. You know? Might as well. Yeah. But I don't know. The more shit, the more the as, as the world turns, the more I'm like, do I need to be on a podcast talking yeah. at all? But Sick, it's good to see you. It's been a while. You're in I don't one know piece. since we like actually chilled. Yeah. Other than what was that in? Was it in Lebanon? It was a while ago. Am I good? This close? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, man. Should get headphones. Okay. Yeah, I should have brought an extra pair for you. <laughs> oh well. But it, it sounds good. Yeah. It's the two of us in Lebanon <laughs> right now. It's crazy. Did you feel any certain vibes coming in the Lebanon? Like uh, I mean, I drive through it every day. I'm oh, like, you do? Yeah. Okay. So, so I have it's to go from normal. Myerstown into Anvil. Yeah. It's like always just in Lebanon. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, back here again <laughs> <laughs> every time. Do you ever stop by Country Garden Six Pack? Couple times, yeah. couple times. That place is sick. They have yeah. so many beer options. Yeah, we like stopped that. there. We like sat in there and drank a beer. Last time, like all my buddies from Boston were down. Yeah, it was like super hot. I just went in there, chilled for a little bit, drank a couple beers, and went back out, rode again. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, it's a perfect spot for that. Yeah, and the food's not horrible either. I never ate there. Yeah, never ate there. I used to work. What do they like, have? Like wings and stuff. Um, subs. Yeah, they do a little bit of everything. Was that was the menu when I saw it? But that mm. was like seven years ago <laughs> something like that five years ago <laughs> it was when it was before I worked for Kink it was it was that when long. did you start working there dude 2012 really maybe yeah. wow I still don't the, my memory I think you were still working there when I met you you either just no that or was, you weren't anymore that, yeah know. that was right after yeah um, oh yeah that's right when you moved back and everything yeah hmm. so you grew up the next town over from Lebanon yeah Jonestown right? Jonestown grew up in Jonestown yeah like spent most of my time there and then as I got older started hanging out in Lebanon more yeah. once I got like middle school and you started riding late I remember is that right between eighth and ninth grade oh okay so not late but um yeah I mean I always rode bike when I was little and everything and always had bikes but like I really got that's when I got my first actual BMX bike and like would start going in town with my cousins to yeah. ride and that's like how I got into it and, and yeah it's not that you were young at it it was that you were you started, you only got to ride the YMCA skate park once before they redid it. Yeah, once or twice, and that and was it. When it was the wooden, and then yeah. they changed it to prefab, like, right away. It's crazy. Uh, before the Lebanon Park existed, down here on Lincoln Avenue, mm-hmm. it was, there was just an empty parking lot, but at one point, that place, they had skateboard ramps. But it was I remember like, driving by it when I was little, and I was like, that place looks so sick. And it was just, like, the tiny little ramps or whatever they had set there, just in yeah. an open lot. <laughs> it's crazy. Dude, it was like... That, would, that shit was the best. I mean, the skateboard. I never got to ride it, us, but, but some of the shit was covered in sheet metal, and it would get, it would get all like bent up and yeah. sketchy. <laughs> all kinds of shit, man. So you grew up in Jonestown. Yep. And you were coming in Lebanon, and then you said uh, you met Cody. Cody was like one of the first people you met. That yeah, rode. I met him like at the YMCA. Yeah. And like we never really chilled, but like I knew of him. And, like, I would watch you guys' videos when I found out about it, and that, like, blew my mind. It was, like, you guys were riding in Lebanon. There was, like, people actually doing it in Lebanon. Oh, shit. That's got to be a cool feeling. It was, like, it was so sick to have that. 
in high school, dude, it was me and my buddy Eddie. Like, yeah. Like at one point, we were like the only BMX riders we knew of. Hmm. So later on, when. Yeah, that's how I started was with my cousins because they yeah. got into it and would go around Jonestown. And then eventually, when I got a little older, I got a bike finally and started tagging along and then just kind of went from there. Yeah, like. Like, as far as you knew, you were the only pe- people that you knew riding. That was it, yeah. yeah that's like us crazy. and like my two other friends that would ride, mm-hmm. and that was it. Damn. It's surprising how many people come out of super small towns riding, especially around PA. I feel like it's like, there's a <laughs> lot of people, surprisingly, in like the super tiny towns. Yeah. I mean, bike riding is so versatile, it's kind of like, if there's anything even remotely rideable, literally riding anything possible around here like, <laughs> i appreciate that about growing up in a small town is like you just make the most out of the smallest thing yeah definitely can you fill me in from the point of when you met cody to the point where i met you right, let's fill in that blank you I, I mean i started chilling with him and like coming up to harrisburg and stuff and then i feel like we just somehow oh, got right. introduced in harrisburg probably because mm-hmm. i know you're around then when you moved back so you, I don't really know. I don't remember like exactly how we met, but you were sessioning Harrisburg. It had to have been. Yeah, and you had met you had met Josh already, right? At that point. Um, I don't know. Probably. Because Josh was in Harrisburg. Yeah. So. And I only, like, I only started showing with him up there, like, right after he moved out of the Graco, or mm-hmm. I might have chilled there one time oh, or something. So it was like I missed all that before that when he lived with Josh. Those were the glory days, yeah. honestly. Be- so I've heard. Um, even for the – watch us get the boot. Um, right. Uh, even for the, the simple fact that Josh had access to the roof of the Graco. Yeah, yeah. And uh, for July 4th, it was the best, like, spot. Yeah. Like, I mean, other tenants would come up, but it was never crowded or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like... Perfect spot. Just go up there and chill. You're so That was the best part about the greenhouse, too, was mm-hmm. the roof. Just being able to chill on the roof. Yeah. Put a ladder up there and get all the way top. <laughs> the place is so good to chill there. I remember Cody trying to shoot three-pointers from the roof with the bottles of 40s. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something he would do for sure. Yeah. When when I moved back, you you moved... I think you moved in either, like... Right before, right after. Right around the same time, I think it was. We, I think you were in before, and then I came. And, mm-hmm. like, I was coming around a lot more, but then I Yeah, that's moved right. In. We moved, we moved the, the living room so you could have the dining room. That was it. <laughs> Not even yeah. a bedroom. Just put put up <laughs> what we put up on the, the doors. Yeah, plywood, dude. It was, like, three-quarter inch Yeah, ply. there was a piece of plywood, and then it, there was blankets, and somehow that was my door. And, like, that made, made my room. Yeah, and then I remember like some nights you guys would stay up and I would go to bed early and I'd come downstairs and I'm like, this guy smells like spray paint. And I see that you, your door <laughs> got decorated more. That definitely <laughs> happened. I was like, must have been a good night. <laughs> and then, shit, I remember we we hung bikes on the wood. We used that wood as like a right, bike rack. It was like a bike rack for a little bit. A door slash bike rack. Damn. A lot of good times in that apartment for sure. Yeah, we, we definitely. I wish I would have been around for like when everybody was around chilling on that one yeah 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 because you were only there for what like six months Something probably like around there yeah. it had to have been maybe a little bit more but it couldn't have been more i don't know mm-hmm. it wasn't long and then we moved to new york right right and you said 
uh, you were up there for what two years? Yeah, like exactly two years. Yeah, October twenty sixteen to October twenty eighteen. And you said uh, like the same day. It felt like six years packed into two years. Pretty much. much shit. It's crazy. It's just like experience so much in small such a small amount of time. Yeah. It's like it's too much to comprehend almost. What was the the hardest part like? What part like shell shocked you when you moved up there? Um, hmm. just making sure I have a stable stable job right away. Mm-hmm. Cause like I went up there with absolutely no plan, like didn't have a job lined up, just kind of did it on a whim. And like Andrew that I moved in with, mm-hmm. he had a he was managing a little Asian fusion restaurant, and he quit there, but then he referred me into there to get. I just started like. As like cashier there for a little bit. Nice. Did that just so I had some money coming in, and then I got this embroidery job there, at the same company that he was he was working for then, and luckily that worked out. I was yeah. able to be stable then. That's cool. So that's how work. you got the embroidery start. Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. Sick. I love doing that. Dude. It was sick because I worked for the company that did like all of the old scavenger stuff and like a bunch of old I think Shitluck did some of their stuff. Cause we did screen printing too. Uh, so like yeah. my boss brought in like all these old t-shirts, like old scavenger stuff and like these weird one-off prints of animal clothing that never, never got used for anything. Damn. Just like have all this random stuff now. It's so sick. Wow. We should get you a, an embroidery machine, man. Yeah. That'd be I, I do. I do want to get one for myself just to do some stuff on the side. That'd be so sick. I would, I would enjoy it a lot. Just something to do. Make some extra money. Yeah. Do some random stuff. That would be your first customer <laughs> for sure. Cause like definitely do some yeah stuff. It's it's I mean it's crazy because it's like you would think it wouldn't be that hard to just get like good work, but it really is. Yeah, yeah. To get the quality that you want and exactly how you want it, it's like yeah. you have to really work for it. Yeah, and and sometimes your vision isn't exactly what the machine can do. Exactly, that's the biggest flaw. Like yeah, you got to be able to transfer it into something that's actually going to be able to you can actually make it. Mm-hmm. I had uh, I had ordered the first edition of the gas gas cap hat, mm-hmm. the camper hat, and the woman told me she could do it, no problem. I gave her twelve hats. She's she called me, told me they're ready to pick up, and she said I had to bump down the size just a little bit to get it to fit. To really? Get it to sew right. I was like, okay, whatever. I probably was asking for it to be too big anyway. Um, I get there, and the whole graphic is like mushed really like like melt like it's not actually melted but it looked melted because of how like warped it made was. it all like jagged and stuff then yeah and being trunk down to size yeah huh. and i was like it's like yeah that's not it <laughs> you you nerfed my whole batch of hats right ruined all the hats so the problem was is like i paid her initially for the hats and i was like I sat there for like two days and i was looking at him i'm like nah can't do it <laughs> I gotta get my fucking money back. <laughs> Fuck this. Like, this is trash. Like, I can't believe how bad these are. It was insane. And I, I ended up getting, um, you know, finding somebody else who was a middleman to another middleman to their right. embroidery shop. And I'm like, oh, my God. How many middlemen do there need to be for me to just get some fucking It's just embroidery? a nightmare at that point. Yeah. And, I mean, the, the hat ended up coming out exactly how I wanted it. So I'm happy. But, like, yeah, if you got an embroidery machine... I would totally be like, let's. I gotta make that happen. How much do they run? Like three hundred? Definitely more than that. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure off Mm -hmm. the top of my head, but definitely like a grand or so. 
I was talking to my mom the other day, and she said that her, she's got a singer that kind of does a little bit of embroidery, Mm -hmm. like light embroidery. Yeah. She said hers was like two Gs. Yeah, I don't doubt it. But that was also like 20 years ago when she bought that. Damn. So, did you you do embroidery for the whole two years then? Uh, About a year and a half. Year and a half. And that closed down a couple months before I moved, so I had to get a different job, and I was working at a 3D printing company for a little bit, Mm -hmm. which that was cool, but then I had to move back, Mm -hmm. so I was only there for a couple months. Mm -hmm. That's it. And do you want to go into why you moved back, or? Uh, Just family, family family. stuff going on. Yeah. Just keep it at that. Right. Definitely, man. Just had to do it. after people. Support the family. Yeah. How's that been going? Good. Yeah. It's going well. Cool. I mean, I definitely don't want to be around Myerstown, Lebanon area much longer if I don't <laughs> have to, but, like, it's working for now. Yeah. Making do with what I got. How was uh, July 4th in Myerstown? Was it, was it rowdy at all? <laughs> no, no, definitely not rowdy. No. I went and saw fireworks at Ebenezer. Oh, shit. That was okay. where I went. It was, like, not really anything going on. That's crazy. They, I guess they set them off here at Coleman's, but there was a, they did some, but nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. That was it. Where'd you go? I just stayed home. Yeah. It was just, Harrisburg's so weird and condensed, it's like... That's when I was, like, waiting for my results from coronavirus, too, to mm-hmm. get my test back. So I was like, I don't know if I really want to go out around people right now or I should wait. So I was just, like, went and just, like, chilled in my car. That was it. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least you still went at all. Yeah. That's cool. It's still yeah. a good time. You did, you did it safely. Weird times, for sure. Yeah. It's, like, hard to know how to do anything. Yeah, and it's crazy that you are in Myerstown because there's like a, there's like an empty space between Harrisburg and Myerstown, and then really? like from Myerstown in towards Philly, you know. Yeah, there's, there's kind of nothing in between there. There's more riders. A lot of farmland. Pop up in between. Yeah. A lot of Amish people. It's crazy. Like even the drive down here from Harrisburg, like you take the back roads and you see spots, and you're like, when would be a good time to hit this <laughs> backcountry spot? <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, is Sunday really the best day uh, in this neighborhood? I don't even know. Might no idea. Be. There's like one house on the whole road. Yo, in, in Myerstown on Sundays, you got to worry about the Amish buggies. Really? You got to worry about the Mennonite buggies. It's so funny that people just do not believe the Amish are real, like people from not around here. Cause you're so accustomed to it because you grew up around it. It's yeah. like a totally normal thing. Like, oh, there's the Amish. But some people, it's just like blows their mind. Like, they really exist? Yeah, they, they do exist somehow. Yeah, you're totally right because... If I never saw them, I wouldn't. Like, what it, What are they doing? <laughs> yeah. All dressed the same, have bowl cuts. Yeah. Getting towed by a horse. Like, it's so insane that that still exists in 2020. Yo, and, and to be honest, like, now that you said it, I've had this idea that, like, if shit really, really, really hit the fan, those would be the motherfuckers that would inherit yeah. the rest of the planet. Because they'd be like... They're just chilling. They already live, like, completely off the grid. Yeah. So they're like, oh, all your... Gadgetry Apparently they, they like up? don't pay taxes either. Most of them, wow. like they don't have to pay taxes or anything because they're not like mm. they're their own society basically. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, I think I'm sure right. the ones that own businesses and stuff do, but like yeah, that's it. Yo, when I used to take the train from Lancaster to Philly, mm. uh, I would see uh, I guess Amish people. They might have been Mennonite. Yeah, on, it's hard to tell which is which. On the train, they're like completely bearded up they look like they just walked off the farm like but they, they look nice like they dressed up yeah but it was just like what the fuck are you doing you, right you don't do this what are you doing here what you doing jacob you coming down to the city to make a deal like, so that's important. pretty good impression <laughs> pretty spot on dude that's, that's just a shot in the dark i guess 
but um, yeah, uh, one of the reasons I was interested in having you on the podcast was because you're one of the most low key uh, people in like our close group, <laughs> like people we've of all the people I ride with, have ridden with, you know, in general, yeah, session with. Um, we got we barely have any footage of you, but there's not say, much like we were saying last time. Yeah, only in that one video that Cody made, and then whatever clips you have of me in your videos. I actually only a couple sporadically. I thought about it more, and I think you're in the spring 2016 video, and I feel like I had a couple in Quaker State too. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot you put out like those couple videos and clipping and dipping, like all blends together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it all almost feels like the same time frame. Pretty much. When I when I first moved back from rochester i really had a fire under my ass to do a video and we were like i don't know how you guys are always out filming it was like every day every weekday we went out when everybody lives together basically it's so easy to do it just get out after work go right around yeah that was fun shout out to that yeah um let's see what's going on here don't you know when I was a kid, my grandma would come over and sometimes my house would be messy mm-hmm. and she would say, you need to red up in here. It's like, red up? <laughs> We're not even speaking words right now. No, what in the fuck are you talking about, lady? And apparently it was some kind of like Amish PA Dutch Yeah, just some thing. weird slang they had. Yeah. And I was like... I've heard some really weird ones where it's like, that's what you're doing, <laughs> you're just making things up. Yeah. But, um, like not even trying to form two words together. It's just some weird, I don't even know. Some some Pennsylvania Dutchish. <laughs> Damn. Um, one of the things that comes to mind when I think about your riding, since there's not a lot of footage, is wall rides. Like I feel like that's your thing. I love them. Would you ever do like a like a stair flat stair? Would you like wall ride down something like that? I don't know. It'd have to be the right. Yeah. Had to be the right one. Like if it slanted a little bit, maybe. Right. Something appealing to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What about like uh Jumping over- downstairs sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Try yeah. to avoid that. I'm, it's just not enjoyable. I can totally agree with that. So you're looking for more like tires hitting these transitions to kind of like exactly. create let, something. Let the bike do the work for you. Let the spot do the work for you. Just like mm-hmm. ride slanted things. So it's not so much about like a big wall ride as it is more like the length of the wall ride or really yeah just how enjoyable it is that's cool how smooth it is Mm -hmm. i know you should uh so many unique things it's just like i'd rather not i don't know i don't want to be like jump down some stairs when i can like ride this weird piece of architecture i don't know it's weird yeah if there's it's like path of least resistance like really yeah that's what i'm the word i'm looking for (laughs) something like that yeah (laughs) that's cool so you have you uh, you've been posting stuff recently, um, and you know you're on Instagram, you're off Instagram, and you posted some stuff recently. It's really good shit, and it made me curious Just if you spend a were, lot of time by myself riding. And you uh, you said you didn't really mess with doing video editing before, but you're no. starting to think about it now. Yeah, nothing. Just basic. Just putting clips together. Yeah, nothing more than that. About it. I'm thinking about putting music to clips, but every time I fucking do, it gets muted. Man. Yeah. <laughs> You're just cursed by that. Yeah, it's like, 
There's just so many things out there, it's like so hard to not, you gotta really work to find a song that's not gonna get muted or taken down like that. Yeah. Um, whatchamacallit, it's like, okay, I got a, hypothetically speaking, an average little video might be like three to six minutes, let's say, mm. little, some kind of nugget, substantial nugget, and, um, okay, I spent an hour per minute editing this, at least, okay, and then the music got nerfed, and now the video's blocked in all, every country, all right, so what makes me want to do that, go through that whole process for, like, a little Instagram minute-long video just for it to get muted, it's right. like... Seems pretty pointless. It's to the point where it's like, I just, I guess we just do raw footage. That's it. <laughs> just keep it, keep it simple. Like, what do we do? Like... Just make your own music? Yeah, and it, <laughs> like, uh, uh, what was it? Clipping and Dipping, I used Bad, Bad, Not Good, and I thought it was like the most low-key artist. Yeah. And that was like the first like red flag. Up. Yeah. They, they must have blew up in the, in the time of which I used it until whenever. Mm-hmm. Or they got signed to some record and yeah. it's like come on like Fucking i mean she goes that one that one they still let the video go it was like a claim on it but they still let the video play really yeah they just muted it Mm-mm, they didn't even mute it they, they oh. let it play but they would kick an ad in front of it huh and i was like okay touche yeah like i think that is like i i get it like how do you feel about asking for permission for music i wouldn't do it I don't know. See, I feel like if you know somebody, like, say, uh, McLovin does, like, beats on his laptop for some random reason. Yeah. Like, and he has this one song. You might ask him to for that beat. Yeah, that's true. But, like, that's true. if it's... Same concept. Katy Perry, you know. Right. Or anything in between. It's like, you don't ask for permission like to Like, if it's someone that you know, it's different. Yeah. I feel like just sliding somebody's du- some dude's DM, like, yo, can I use your song? Yeah. It's like, eh. I feel like if you do that, the chances of getting sued then for using yeah. it, whether or not he said yes or no, is exactly. like higher. Kind of digging yourself in a hole. Yeah, so it's like, mm. yeah, because like you don't ask permission to ride spots, so I feel like the song should be able to be used right. in the same way. Um, and then like, song selection is like trick selection, you know, and and definitely is. Like Mark, Mark believes that you can use a song that's been used before, and like he kind of opened my head up to it a little bit. But it's mm. like, at the same time, it's like, unless you're going to do it better than the next right, guy, right. I don't know. I don't know if you want to fuck You have to display it in a completely different way. Yeah, like, you got to put something, put your own spin on it yeah, somehow. Yeah. I've seen videos where it works, definitely. I don't know off the top of my head, but I know I've seen videos where I'm like, oh, I'll definitely use the song in something else, but mm-hmm. still good. And what I always liked about music, I mean... Is like that first impression when you're watching a video and like like think of um maybe stevie churchill's oss part where it was like the music and the writing really emphasized each other yeah like you're using this song using this writing using these angles you know you got like saturated colors yeah or just complimented like the each other really video. well. Yeah, like any video, really, but like... It's just so noticeable when it's not mm-hmm. that way. 
Where it's like, this just does not seem right together. Right. It's like most edits work. Like you can, yeah. you can just you have to try really hard to like not make it enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Isn't that kind of crazy? Yeah. Like you can just film, put it in chronological order. Don't even move it. Put a song down, not even try to line up anything, and it still might work. Yeah. And that's or just put some favorite. nonsense B-roll in, and it's like, what do you, what is this? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't. Like B-roll, it doesn't even make any sense or have no, like, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Hmm. Is it like uh, ADD-ish? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Something that's like has nothing to do with anything. They just throw it in just for some visual effect. It's like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's better without it. It's tricky because it's like, is it? It's it's cool until it's not, yeah. you know, because like I saw a, a little skateboard nugget thing and their B roll was like anime and I was like, oh god, is this what it's gonna come down <laughs> to? Like, the genre of your crew is that the fucking B roll in between your clips because everybody else is reduced to doing very similar stuff. Like, <laughs> fuck, man. We're in trouble if that becomes the thing. But hopefully, you know, everybody fights the good fight. <laughs> everybody does, too, you know. i seen, um, I think Justin, yeah, Justin KTS, he put out a clip with some music to it. And I was like, yeah, damn. I think I met that dude once yeah. in Harrisburg. He came to the apartment. Yeah, I yeah, think. that one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's a cool guy. When he did that, he posted that little video, I was like, that's such a nice little chill little little thing to put music to it like that. Yeah. And something subtle. He texted me and he was worried that the song was gonna get muted. Really? Yeah. He thought for sure what well, well he was concerned, I thought for sure. I should say that. Mm. But um mm. ended up working out completely fine. I was like, How the fuck you get away with this man, <laughs> dude? Like, I try to post you know, Sage's fucks with it section and he gets muted, blocked. Everything. Complete, right away. like straight, like gone, gone. And yeah, I don't know. Now we're just, now we're just pissing all over that shit. My point was like, um, when it works, it works. And like, yeah, definitely. Part of the fun is making it work how you picture in your head. Right. Like, um, however you see fit it's like a way to express your own kind of writing like your view of writing i guess yeah like would you would you do like um close-up eyeball slow-mos of yourself (laughs) this is not my style at all weird like fiend Mm -hmm. (laughs) b-roll how do you feel about uh editing your own footage it's it seems like a normal thing these days right right i don't know I've never had to do it really other than just like phone clips. I don't mm-hmm. really know how it would go. I don't know. I feel like you have an idea better of how you want your clips to look and like mm-hmm. where you want them placed in like chronological order. Yeah. Because after you like film them all, you like kind of put it together in your head better than someone else's footage. So I feel like that probably helps, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I feel like there. Uh, it's like a puzzle, and there's more than one way to solve it. And, yeah. and like you said. You have to really try hard to make it not work. Yeah. So, um, I used to feel kind of like foo foo about editing my own sections. Yeah. Because that just seemed like the vibe at the time. Weird, yeah. 
and it was like, and then I'll be honest, I'll go on the record, I'll say it. It, it was when I saw Yumi editing his clips, I was like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> All right, so I guess I guess we're we're allowed to do this now. <laughs> so and that that's when I was like, all right, like he's sick. I'm not trying to talk shit. I'm just saying like editing your own stuff. Right. I was like, if we, if he can get away with that, yeah, I should be a get away with like filming myself doing some bum ass nibble. <laughs> you know, just depends on what you want to do, really. It's weird. Can you? I mean, what would you call that? Like some kind of like invisible like rules, like weird shit like what like the idea that you you're not supposed to edit your own section right. it's just like a code of morals mm-hmm. basically it's yeah. like unspoken thing where it's like no nah, you can't do that mm-hmm. but now it's like that's not so much right, I guess it's not anything goes pretty much I don't know nowadays pretty much that's kind of the fun part now too right anything goes so it's like then if if anything goes then it becomes more funny what you put put in your section because sometimes people might put a joke clip in right like yeah i put that clip in what about it you know whatever <laughs> but bike riding's hard man it's not easy yeah but you're really good at wall rides to the point where like you're synonymous with spider-man to me i could just do wall rides i'd be happy <laughs> yeah just wall ride things are you working on an edit right now? Not an edit for myself, but like been filming with my buddy Seth for mm-hmm. his video that should be coming out at the end of this year. And Did then film some stuff with Joey for AMPM. Uh, he's got a project. Cody's next video he's putting out. So I have clips on all that stuff, but nothing, just individual. Mm-hmm. Do you think about once these sections drop, if if uh, anybody would pick you up or anything, like, sponsor-wise? I I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. Mm-hmm. No. It's not something I really concern myself with. Yeah. I like filming with my friends and everything, but I don't have any interest in being anything more than that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I like just doing my own thing. It's kind of it's kind of crazy because it's like once, once you feel like you have to, then you're not going to want to. Right. Yeah, it's going to take the whole fun out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the low-key stuff is always, like, the best. You know, when it comes to videos, like, you find some random shit. Mm-hmm. I remember Voices, when Voices first came out, that it was, was, like, incredible. the low-key. It was insane. It yeah. was, like, yo, all these dudes are not sponsored, and they're this good, and right. they have, and they've prevented them, presented themselves this well. Yeah fuck yeah you can do it it's possible let's do it like, you can tell go. when it's just like an authentic organic mm-hmm. just like them doing their own thing yeah really put time in to make it something worthwhile something they can appreciate yeah it definitely shows <laughs> yeah th- did you know um I should not say that my girlfriend's on me because I start conversations off with asking questions yeah like I'm trying to information flex on people <laughs> I'm not trying to do that, but uh, th- tomorrow we work. Mm-hmm. He he named it that because he knew that they were gonna be fall. I don't want to say falling off yeah. afterward, but he knew that like that's probably it. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. Like it's a bold move, and the right. way he to really think that far ahead. Mm-hmm. And the way he like shot it was just like from such a romantic handling of the footage. 
but it's like yeah, those videos are amazing the way I'm looking at it man is like you can keep doing this shit as long as you fucking feel like it yep like I don't care if you're 40 put an edit together everybody should be making edits and Why I know not? I know Dak hates the word edits but yeah put, put a video together whatever I'm not married to the word it's just a word yeah I would I would like to get a camera at some point just to mess around with it but it just hasn't happened mm-hmm. I don't know dude I enjoy not having to deal with it when I'm riding too much yo that's like it would just take away so much enjoyment from riding having to worry about a camera it does I uh, Justin KTS made it look fun when I saw his little self filmed edits yeah but um Recently, I've been a ride in the Steelton Park in the mornings, mm. like twice a week. You live right by it now. Yeah. It's like right and, there. Um, like one-hour sessions twice a week. Yeah. Something. But when did you start riding? Um, 99. 99. It's crazy. I was four. You were four? <laughs> I was four. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's right, because you're 25, right? Yeah. You're 25. I'm 33. It's crazy. Soon to be 34. And I tell you what, I spent this whole past year thinking I was already 34. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I had to Google how old I was yesterday. <laughs> it's insane. You had no idea how I, old you were. Once you, I don't know. Just all blends together, I guess. I remember on my birthday. Am birth- I 34? Exactly, dude. On my birthday, I was like, "Yeah, Scotty Pippen," and then I, for some reason, I forgot about it after that, and <laughs> I just assumed I was 34. I was like, fuck, I gotta start being more responsible. Da 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 da. Gotta be a whole ass adult now. Yeah. 34. Yeah. <laughs> you have to unplug, man. You have to kind of like try and figure out how to be happy and keep yourself straight. Definitely. What's, uh, what's something you like to do outside of bike riding? Uh, I like hiking a lot. Yeah. A lot of nature stuff. Trying to get into camping more. That's for cool. sure. Mm-hmm. Anything like that, really, just being outdoors. Mm. I enjoy that a lot. What is it that you do? I work at a paper printing company. Like, I'm training on a printing press, but then I also, like, operate a collator and a bunch of other different machines there. And, like, work in the shipping department. I kind of do a little bit of everything there. Cool. But I'm not trying to be there too much longer. Mm-hmm. It's not my thing. But it's a job. It's money right now. Definitely, man. It, I don't have any job right now, so. It's nice having job mm. security right now with everything going on. For sure. Yeah. We haven't closed down at all. Anything for coronavirus? Yeah. You're still not back at work, right? No. No, and unemployment has been unresponsive for the past really? for three weeks in a row now. What the fuck? So I'm starting to get a little worried. Yeah. I feel like I'm always wary of being fucked over. I feel like that's just. I'm the same way. I'm like, I know this is gonna end badly for some reason. Mm-hmm. No matter what I do, I just have that anxiety in the back of my head at all times. Yeah, and it sucks. They they have a cutoff date for the extra 600 at the end of July or July 25th. Really? And my feeling is I'm going to get fucked over. They're going to fuck around so long to give me my unemployment that when they do give me all these weeks that I've been waiting for. You're not going to get that extra money at I'm all. I'm not going to get the extra, yeah. right? So now I got to I would go. think they would, like, backtrack it to them, but who knows yeah. how that works. I know they backtrack the actual unemployment, but I don't know if they're going to backtrack the right extra. Yeah. Which is you'd think because it was during that time, but mm-hmm. who knows? Do you think that there should be other people that make podcasts, like BMX podcasts? 
I think it just depends on who wants to put the time in to do it, really. Yeah. I don't think it needs to happen, but I feel like if there was someone out there that really wanted to do it and have their own spin on it, sure. Mm-hmm. Why not? Dude, it's... I gotta be honest, man. It's it's a lot of work, and I'm not even sure. I don't if, doubt it. Like, I'm okay with podcasting if I just release them when I release them. Yeah. Don't put any pressure on yourself at all. Just do it how you want to do it. It sucks because, like, you can DM, like, five, six people. One gets back to you. Yeah. You know. It's not everybody's thing. Or, like, they get back to you. Yeah, exactly. And it's... That's part of the process. You might have a bunch of people that you want to interview, and it's like, it's just not going to happen. So it's it's back at square one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, Jim, Jim C. was on... I didn't listen to that one yet. No? I need to listen to that one. I mean, we just nerded out, man. That was really? awesome. Yeah. I'm so stoked that he was so chill with me. Like, he could, like, I could have, I mean, I made an ass out of myself, I'm sure. <laughs> but, like, he was so just down to talk about, like, the nerdy little yeah. pedal grinding shit. And, yeah, I was. Definitely I'm, an innovator. It was, a, it was a nice experience. And I was like, man, maybe, maybe some other people will see this and be like, ah, oh, maybe that Matt kid's all right to talk to or whatever. You right. Know? But I think that's all it takes is just seeing someone's perspective that sparks that interest in you. For sure. Yeah. It's like, oh, I could do something like this. Well, my point is, like, with with me doing these podcasts, I'm not trying to pretend that I'm Benjamin Franklin over here. <laughs> and I, I hope that other people listen and are inspired to interview maybe their crews or their local scene or anything. I feel like bike shops could right now is the time for a bike shop to have a podcast because you're going to keep yeah. people interested in the workings of the shop like how Dave Rafa does do it any with bike his shops shop. do any? Rafa yeah. at the skate at Breaking Free he does it he w- he took a little bit of a break there but he just recently released one where like um, somebody broke into kink really? and stole the team van <laughs> what the fuck and within the same week or something like that uh, someone broke into Rafa's shop and tried to steal stuff, but Rafa's got runs a tight ship. And they're over in there. the same area, right? Yeah, right in Rochester. Dude, you could throw, you could almost throw a football from one of the other. That's crazy. And um, Rafa had camera footage of the dude, and huh. they're trying to figure it out. It turns out that the dude stole stole a car to rob <laughs> Rafa's place. So, you know, like you don't know what kind of struggles these people go through unless they talk about it and yeah i feel like there's there's plenty of of like wacky podcasts to listen to and i feel like as a bmx rider who's maybe like we ride bikes because we like to use it to escape life in, in some kind of definitely way right yeah and i feel like a bmx podcast is like a like a podcast to escape life a little bit yeah like you're not listening to doom that. and gloom Right. What did Trump say today? You're listening to oh, what's what's Stephen Klein up to? How do you spell it again? K L E I N. E I N. Yep. He's got the most swaggy last name, ladies and gentlemen. German. Stephen Klein. Klein. <laughs> so that's how you have to say it then. Exactly like that. What's your middle name? Anthony. Anthony. Dude, that's a fucking. That's a clothing label waiting to happen. Same name as my dad. Anthony Klein. His name's Stephen name too. Everything, yeah. So you're like kind of like Stephen Klein Jr. I'm a junior. Yeah. But it's not on your birth certificate as a junior? No, it is. Oh, yep. it's on there. <laughs> That's cool. Certified. Did your dad ever call you junior? No, he'd never call me junior. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Interesting. 
I'm gonna give you the same exact name, but I'm. I don't think any, anyone's ever called me that. Hmm. That's good. Huh. <laughs> it doesn't it's seem like a fun one. name. Just Junior. Yeah, yeah it's Junior. All yeah. right, what's up? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> nicknames are awesome. Uh, what did you have any? Scooby Steve. Gotten that one a couple times for sure. Yeah. Uh, get the random just Steve. And like not fitting to me at all. I feel like I'm like definitely not a Steve, <laughs> but not really any nicknames. Mm-hmm. That's good. Nicknames can can make you and break you sometimes. Yeah, but it's it's fun. It's I only knew fun. a couple people that called you Snake Bite. Yeah, I was in, like I'd always hear it and just be like, "Who is? Oh, it's mad." Yeah, it is kind of crazy. Some people that still say it, it's like second nature to them. Kyle still says it all the time. It's insane. That's the only way he refers to him. Like, I haven't heard someone call him that in so long. Like, I never, like, I thought, like, that name is so wild. There's no way anyone is going to catch on. <laughs> it just stuck with some people. I'm like, it fucking caught. <laughs> and it's concrete with some of these people. Holy shit. All right, whatever. I'll take it. Whatever. Uh, when I worked at the paint factory over here at Valspar. Oh, there, yeah. There was, like, two or three other people named Matt. Really? Yeah. And the oldest dude, we called him Original Recipe. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm trying to make good with these dudes. I was, you know, unemployed at the time. Uh, they started calling me extra crispy. And then uh, one of the dudes, uh, he was in, he, he ran like the fantasy football league. He started calling me Matty Ice. Matty Ice? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I do like ice pick grinds. So I might abuse this later. Make sure it works. <laughs> yeah. Just go with that. If I ever need a new uh, Instagram handle. There we right go. There. <laughs> there you go. It's taken. Probably. I don't Probably. Know. What's uh what's up with you uh dipping in and off on and off uh social media? Have how's that been? I've deleted it like once or twice, but yeah. I don't know. I just get like fed up with dealing with my phone and I just want to break from it all. So mm-hmm. I just delete everything for like a week or a couple months. I don't know. It's just yeah. a weird thing. I feel like I need to be away from everything. And now Gotta get back, back to the real world a little bit. It's nice. It's refreshing. Mm-hmm. That's really it, though. There's no other reason for it. We're getting great ASMR with these birds. Yeah. <laughs> Very soothing background sounds. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about, like, just even the whole idea of having conversations like this. Like, how often right. do you sit down to shoot this shit? It's Not rare. that often for that long. Mm-hmm. Have a long conversation like that. I was going to bring some beers, but my girlfriend took all the ice cooling I fucked up. I, didn't, things. I was going to stop, too, and I didn't <laughs> think about it. It's all good. Damn, I had two tall boys, too. <laughs> Fuck. Damn. Ruined the day. Yeah. We got to link up with Mark again. I think that's a good three-way yeah, team. Definitely. It's always fun to ride with. Yeah. We have to, like, caravan to somewhere. It's just so sick going out with somebody that's that much older. Mm-hmm. It's like still so motivated to go out there and just try new things and learn new things and just pedal around, do whatever. Yeah, like he's motivated, but he's also like, I'm not going to pedal for eight hours. Yeah, which I, I respect it. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Like, you're 40. You don't have to do that. <laughs> you yeah. can do whatever you want. Him and I joke around. We call it the, uh, on like weeknights when we go to uh, try and ride. We'll call it a gentleman's pedal. <laughs> it's a nice brisk pedal around the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm bad with just pedaling way too far all the time. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like exploring, looking for stuff. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. We'll talk about this. We'll touch base on this this time. Um, <laughs> how you feel about Google Maps? 
I mean, I use Google Maps to like use like my GPS on my phone yeah. to drive places, but I don't like use Street View. Mm-hmm. I don't fuck with that. It, I just feel like that takes the whole aspect away from going out and riding your bike. Yeah, there is a, a like. Um, I don't know what it's called when you first see a spot in in real life that you didn't even know was going to be there. It's right. Like your eyes, like. Yeah, that's the best part about it. Is like you have no idea what's like. Just go out into a city you've never been in and just like go around that corner like what's around there mm-hmm. it's like I, I would never want to take that whole aspect away from it and be like I'm just going to sit here and like look around on my computer and try and find things and then go yeah. out and ride the city like just go out on your bike and I have to be anything more than that yeah exactly <laughs> it, it can just be really it's like riding trails it's really down to earth yeah and just knowing your surroundings not so much about technology. I like that too just like go, just really understanding a city and the inner workings of it just going out seeing how the city's laid out like that's really appealing to me mm-hmm. you're going off instincts instead of yeah definitely wherever anything else is yeah yeah and, and I wanted to bring it up because I thought I disagreed with you and then I went to go try and find a spot using Google Maps and I fucking couldn't and couldn't I knew it and I knew really really close where it was <laughs> And I thought I could just drive there. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just Google Maps it. It's the worst. He's like, I know it's right around here, but it's just like, nope, yeah. not there, not there. And even with Google Maps, I couldn't fucking figure it out. So basically, I I don't do it either. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I have such anxiety about, like, my phone and, like, the space on it. And, like, yeah. like I can't, I kind of can't catalog spots on my phone like, like I would like to. Yeah. Uh-oh. Here comes the mower guy again. I got this. I, mean, like, I, I take pictures of spots and stuff and keep them on my phone just to remember them. But mm-hmm. other than that, I don't really do anything else with it. Yeah, sometimes I'll I'll try and take photos, but I, I I'm never like up on it like I have everything photographed like all No, there's definitely a lot of things that I should have taken photos to remember about, and mm-hmm. then I just don't. It's like fuck, where is that? Or like, I knew there was something around here, but I can't remember exactly what it was. Yeah. If, that's the other thing is like you don't have to go full bore algorithm on spots if you don't want to. No. You could take photos of street signs. That's yeah. I mean yeah you ge- they geolocate geolocate your photos. Yeah. But you don't have to use that if you don't want to. Dude, I think it would be cool to have more podcasts casually because I feel like uh, the first series of podcasts were like video parts where like the Garrett Burns podcast the Van Hope like not to talk shit I'm not talking shit because they were awesome podcasts Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't mind hearing them again right you know like doesn't have to be a one and done thing like think I I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts and it's like uh, this guy goes on this guy's show and Mm -hmm. they go back and forth I like it it's like kind of just like an ongoing conversation yeah just picks up sporadically Mm -hmm. here and there whenever you're around yeah, and it's like they they talk about current events sometimes. Sometimes it's other shit. It's like I think that's that would be yeah. cool in the BMX realm because rather than just like a stock basic interview, I just feel like we as BMXers are, are a little bit isolated. So like sometimes it's few and far between, bet- literally between riders. Yeah, and it allows people to you know hear something from somewhere else. Definitely. I don't know. It's a good thought. But uh, yeah, I, if you if you picked up podcasting or if somebody else picked up podcasting, like 
Jim C said that if he could do a podcast, he would want to do it all on just how tricks were invented. Really? And I was like, Pfft. be cool. Like, I mean, a lot of people would love that for sure. Like if Tosh, if Tosh had a podcast, if if Stu Johnson had a podcast, like I hope to see more big names kind of open up because there's so much, there's such, there's so many stories like that happened throughout all those props episodes. Like, all those road trips. I can't trips. imagine. There's got to be so many crazy stories that you have no idea about. Yeah, it's like, I mean... I mean, they obviously documented how much footage throughout them, but it's like, you know, yeah. there's so much more to it. I listened to the Jason Enns podcast, and that was really awesome. He talked about... Fuck, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher it, but, like, <laughs> his sponsorships, like, how he got on this team and that team, and if it wasn't for this one photo and this thing, he probably wouldn't have got that thing. Yeah. And it was just... It's cool to hear those little inside stories. Yeah, it sounded like like he kind of blew up before he like kind of even knew. Really? Like he he blew up in an age where he didn't have to edit his own video part, you yeah. know? So when it came time for him and Rooftop to go out and ride pools together with GoPros, he was like, fuck, this is, this is easy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know, that's cool. What do you want to touch base on? Like, uh, oh, your influence, influences when you started riding. Mine? Yeah. What were my influences? Yeah. <laughs> Bro. So I have no idea. Oh, okay. Um, what you were into. I remember I had the animal video on VHS. Okay. My first two bike videos were a props best of. It was props one two three and four all in the same vhs oh yeah a best of and fbm albert street oh wow um have you seen either of those yeah albert street's amazing yeah it was like incredible you just wanted oh and and third third video dk intuition have you seen that one i don't think i've seen that i don't know about that chris doyle yeah (laughs) no Uh, i don't think i've seen that so like DK Intuition was like this clean cut bike video. It was like as clean cut as bike videos could be mm-hmm. in, a, in a sense. Because Crystal was kind of like more of like a clean cut. Like there wasn't like, nobody was on fire in the in the DK <laughs> video, you know? But in, or in, uh, but in the FBM video, you got people doing the Supermans yeah. while drinking beers. Shout, was it Kelly, madness. Kelly Baker? You know, so it's kind of crazy, but... So it was like, it was a mix of, you know, really reckless, crazy shit, um, really dialed, focused, clean shit, and the um, group setting of the props is that kind of like, those three things together kind of like formed my first opinion on on BMX. That's how... The first videos I remember seeing was on Fuel TV. Oh shit, sure. really? That's like when I first started seeing bike videos. Like they play props on there and like whatever else they would have on there. That's right. I they started used to watching those like all the time. And then I think like when I started going on YouTube when I was little, I like came across like Garrett Reynolds writing on the wall part. Oh yeah. And that yeah. was like the first video I really watched like that. And it just like blew my mind. Wow. So that really got me into it. Damn. Like I said, my cousins always rode bikes, so I, like, picked it up from them. Yeah. Did they have BMX bikes, too? or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When did they fall off? Did they uh, just get into cars? Uh, pretty much, yeah. 
normal Lebanon scene. <laughs> it's just like ride until you're like 18, get a yeah. car, and then it's like, nope, I'm not going to ride anymore. I'm just going to do car stuff. Yeah. It happens. It's everyone around here. Yeah. But yeah, probably around that time, 16 to 18. What, um, what inspired you to go brakeless? I don't think I ever had brakes on my bike. Just never did? Not once, no. Hmm. I feel like I might have put them on my bike at one point to try and ride these trails that we set up in Jonestown. Mm-hmm. That were behind my buddy's, like, he had little woods behind his yard and had, like, a bunch of trails in there. They're actually pretty big, like, a decent set of trails for the small space it was in. But I, like, put brakes on, tried to ride them, just died. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm done with trails. And Took them off, and then I was... I've never had them on since, no. What up? I'm I'm curious. Like some people are bored, get bored about like these these little beginning beginner details. Mm-hmm. But the fact that riding on the wall was like one of the first videos for you. What was like your complete bike that you started out on, or what did you? Uh, what was your like, kit? Like when I was little, my parents got me a, some sort of GT. I don't remember what style it was, mm-hmm. but they, I had that from like when I was super little until I got my first like actual BMX bike. Like I got it for Christmas. You got Haro Pack Trail. It was a. No, it was a 2010 stolen heist. Was my first complete bike. (laughs) Cool. I don't know how I remember that. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I like got that and then. Where'd you get that from? Lowriders? Dance Comp. Dance Comp. Ordered on Dance Comp, yeah. I remember my mom was so mad. Like, I, I came in the mail like probably three or four days before Christmas and like she had it sitting in the kitchen. And one night I just like got up super late and just put it all together before Christmas. And she no like woke up and was way. freaking out. She was pissed. <laughs> I could not just let it sit there. <laughs> she like, you ruined Christmas. <laughs> you should have said, Mom, check this out. And then like hold up the, the bike all together and then pop your face through it. Yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> Damn. That was crazy. Dude, I stole money. I was talking to my girlfriend about this last night. It's not exactly a great story, but I stole money from my family to buy my first BMX bike. That's crazy. I wanted one so bad. Literally do anything you can to get a hold of parts or whatever at that point. Always trading with friends. You knew, like, whatever wonky bike you had wasn't going to be good. And if you started to try on those bikes, it, you know, they break pretty quick. Yeah. But, yeah, my dad grounded me for a whole summer. (laughs) Um, and he got the bike back the next day and never told me at the end of the summer he gave me the bike oh yeah my dad tried to I don't know what the fuck he was trying to teach me if it was like patience (laughs) or what something yeah there's some inner story in there the fucked up part was like the bike was like this sweet sweet like dank purple color like the color of my back rim on my bike Um, oh yeah like dark purple yeah it was a it was a dank and it was it was it was a mongoose villain. Mongoose villain. Yeah, of all of all names, right? <laughs> Stolen heist, mongoose villain. And uh, it was a cool purple. So like when he when he got it back, it was all right, it got stolen from me. I stole money to buy a bike, and then I couldn't st- store the bike at my house. So I stored it at a friend's house. Bike got stolen from a friend's house. Friend's dad called my dad and said his bike's gone. My dad's like, no, his bike's here. So that's how my dad found out. Yeah. And then, so he got the bike back, but it was already spray painted. <laughs> flat black. 
and this was it was like the shitty flat black like not the cool satin black right it's like super shitty yeah so you're just like oh and uh he he helped he helped me repaint it and then it became like a little bonding thing yeah but that's cool yeah man you, you you'll get a bike one way or another sometimes but Definitely. it's not exactly you know, I, I don't I don't think I, I made the right choice I think I just did what I thought was the only way to do it at the yeah. time don't don't Had do that happen. <laughs> yeah, have you ever gotten a bike stolen after that yeah, yeah. actually yeah um, when I was working at Whole Foods I would ride my bike to work every every day and I was that at South Street Oh, okay. I worked there for like a while, like yeah. three, four years. Really? And I would, somebody won't, somebody cased my bike, I know it, because I would always lock it up behind the um, store thinking it, it would get less eyeballs behind the store. Yeah. Right? Bad idea. Yeah. You I didn't lock it up? No, I did. You did. I locked it up with one of those real little locks because the people at Bike Line said that the little locks are less likely yeah. to get jacked. There's no room in there. Mm-hmm. So I come out the one day and the little chrome piece that goes into the lock was the only piece that was left. <laughs> and I was crazy. like, it was like a brand new FBM Howler frame, um, polished with the people hubs I had just got. Like it was a nice bike. Yeah. FBM Howler frame, Bob bars, that regular Bob bars that I rawed. Um, they were getting passed throughout the, the hog house at the time. <laughs> Robert had them, Ganwer had them, and then I tried them and I liked them. I think Robert let me borrow until I bought a pair. But the bike got jacked, and I was like, I was fucking bummed, man. I've I was had just happened twice. You had it happen twice. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, that was one time I just wing it. We're eating in Lebanon, eating there. Had all our bikes piled up outside. Mine was on top. Weren't paying attention to them. Didn't have them locked up or anything. It's gone when I went out there. Only one and bike. And then, like, yeah, just mine. That was it. And then, like, found out, like, somebody hit me up a couple days afterwards and was like, yo, I know who has your bike. It was, like, some kid uh, that was, like, always around town. I see him all the time. Mm-hmm. For some reason, he told him that he took my bike. Like, <laughs> he, he knew it was mine. And then, like, figured out where he lived, went there, and, like, went to his house. And it was, like, his fence in the backyard and like he had an enclosed porch and I saw my bike like inside the enclosed porch so I just like hopped the fence and went in his house and grabbed it oh my god <laughs> worked out got it back and then the second time I I was at Walmart like going I was riding around stopped at a Walmart to grab a drink quick and like threw my bike behind the shopping carts like against Walmart the wall. in Lebanon no in Harrisburg okay whoa. right beside the uh, Capital City Mall oh okay that was like a little bit before Right before we were moving to New York, I got that one stolen. Damn. But Oh, I remember that now. Yeah. I think I remember that. But I didn't lock it up, went in like right to the register to go get a water, came right back out, and I saw some kid pedaling my bike across the parking lot and like couldn't do anything about it. Did you even just know? sit there so defeated, like, Alright, it's gone. <laughs> Not getting it back. You didn't you didn't like uh Spartan scream or anything? I yelled, but like that was it, like can't do anything yeah. about it. He was too far. Yeah. Fuck, that sucks. You had two. The worst to have like watch it. Got one back, one I never got back. Win some, lose some. I was I was borrowing a frame from Evan at the time too. My bad, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> like some cult frame. 
Felt mm. bad about that for sure. <laughs> that kid probably got a really nice new frame. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Those are the only two times though. Yeah. Oh, well, we we uh, didn't talk about your collarbone. Oh yeah. We yeah. should touch base on that real quick. It's an exciting story. Yeah. So, uh, I broke my collarbone. Of, sorry, go ahead. I broke my collarbone. Uh, I don't know when that was. 2017, sometime in 2017. Trying to wall ride or? Oh, I was riding the pool. Riding the pool. Yeah. Riding this pool, and it was like we came up on it, and there was like a bunch of leaves at the bottom. It was all kind of wet. We we're like, ah, let's check it out. Like get in there, try and sweep it up a little bit. It was definitely way too wet to try and ride it, but I was like, I want to try and at least hit it a couple times before we leave. Yeah. So we were like gonna come back to it, but I was like, oh, I'm already here. Might as well hit it a little bit. Did it a couple times. It was fine, and then just like tried to get like up up out of it, go a little faster, and it just just washed out as soon as I went to go up it. I went to go up it and my tire washed out and I like shoulder checked into the wall and it just blew my collarbone apart. It like took a, a like probably a half inch chunk out of my collarbone, just like snapped it com- completely out. So like had to get, you had to get a, a plate put in and eight screws. Damn. Yeah. Fuck. I don't remember you saying that last time. No. No. The plate and screws part? Yeah. Does it uh, does it ever bother you in the rainy days? I think yeah, maybe I did ask you that. Not really. I mean, sometimes I can kind of notice it's a little sensitive, but for mm-hmm. the most part, it's pretty good. Surprisingly, it healed really quickly. Do you have like a little uh, pointy shoulder top now too? No, surprisingly, because it's like it was in here more. Mm. It wasn't like towards the end. Wow. So like, they said they wouldn't have needed to put the plate in, but it would have like made my shoulder, like my reach smaller. Oh fuck! Because of how much was taken out of it. So I was like, yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> Some yeah. weird, awkward arm. It's not the same as my other one. <laughs> you know, here's Stevie short arm, you know? <laughs> like, come on. Can it was a just start? a nightmare trying to have that. It's like that whole thing right there. It's like on the edge of my collarbone. That's, that's gnarly. It's weird because you can, like, feel the screws. Ooh. It's a very strange feeling. Damn. That's the only surgery like that I've had to have from did bike you, accidents. Did you have to get put to sleep for it? Yeah, yeah, it put me to sleep. How was that? Did you like getting put to sleep? Definitely not the most enjoyable thing. Definitely feel like shit waking up from oh, it. Oh, yeah. How it's did like, it feel? What is going on? Did it feel like something foreign was in your body? No, because whole, that whole side of my arm felt numb. Mm. It had me numb pretty Still well. Still numb? Yeah. Wow. It was like for a couple of days, I couldn't really feel it. Was it bandaged up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have it was a nightmare just trying to get out of that pool. Oh, yeah, you were saying? So, like, you... <laughs> like, stuck in the pool and, like, had to get out. Luckily, I mean, there were steps to get out of the pool, so that wasn't a bad issue. But then, like, we were, we had to hop a fence to get into it. So I had to, like... Joey tried to put a picnic table up to the bench so I could hop over it, and it was, like, too tall for me to get up over it, so I couldn't do it that way, like, without using my arm mm. or anything. So I couldn't do that. And then he finally just, like, broke a piece out of the fence and, like, crawled through it and then called an Uber... <laughs> That was it. Uh, yeah. Luckily, the hospital was like, I, don't know, I think it was like five miles away. It wasn't far. But we were like in the middle of nowhere. I don't know how there was a hospital there. Yeah, and for anybody listening, that sounds like a great life hack. Instead, if you're if you're not too fucked up, to take the Uber. Take the Uber. <laughs> if you're not bleeding or anything crazy, and they'll let you in the car, just take the Uber instead of the ambulance. And you had somebody else uh, take care of your bike. Yeah, he pedaled it there. Yeah, that sounds like a good. 
I mean, it sucks that you had to fuck up your shoulder, but, yeah. you know. All things considered, it, it ended well. Yeah, I mean. That sucks, because I was supposed to go to Portland, Oregon, the day bef- the day after that. Oh, really? I was supposed to fly there, so I missed out on that whole trip. I was supposed to go out there for a week. I bummed on that. I really want to make it out there. Yeah, I wonder what it's like now. Oh, yeah, with everything going on now, it's insane. It's horrible. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. I've definitely been trying to get on bigger trips like that mm-hmm. more. I want to get out of this, out of the country for sure. Just haven't been able to make it happen. Yeah, it's... I missed out on Barcelona. All those dudes went. That's, that'd be so sick to go there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. There's so many videos of, of Barcelona and craziness like definitely the most filmed place anywhere probably probably at this point yeah or New York <laughs> Cali swag bro yeah I'm curious about that like what place has the most footage yeah is it California or is it Barcelona <laughs> <laughs> there was a props where uh, I don't know Ruben and Sergio, I don't know when they met met each other or how they mm-hmm. linked up, but there was a props episode where they go props goes and visits Ruben and he's with Sergio and they basically have a split part. Really? And it's just like I got to watch Ruben ride the T one ramps. Oh no. It's nuts. Damn. It was definitely a interesting thing to watch. How it was it? like the whole Etnies team was there. Ooh. And it was like when Cody and I went down to Texas for like it took like a two-week trip down there, mm-hmm. but it was right before they were tearing it down and they were filming for chapters. I think it was. We were like chilling there, and like the whole Eddie's team was there. It was like, of all people to watch ride it, to watch Ruben ride it, it was crazy. What was, like never thought I would be in that situation. What was like the stuff that he was doing? Nothing crazy, mm-hmm. just airing it, whatever. But it's still sick. Like his seeing his like own unique steez. Yeah. Did you see any of the finger crossed stuff? That looks really interesting. I feel like that would be so fun. That's what made me buy uh, a brake cable. Yeah. <laughs> I put brakes on. I'm after surprised that hasn't happened sooner. I feel what? like everyone's said about doing that. It just hasn't really been put into an actual. Yeah, I feel like there was girls BMX mountain bikes when I was a, when I was a kid. Like I feel like there was bikes with shocks on them. Like, I felt like that shit yeah. existed. It's not to that level. Yeah, maybe not to that, like, durability. Yeah. But it made me want to just ride trails a little bit, and, like, I could, like, ride those routes right now. Right. Like Anything whatever. you want. Monster trucking, you know? I mean, that's majority of what we're doing on the street anyway. Pretty much. So I put brakes on, and I rode for, like, two weeks, and then... I took them off again. Yeah. But now that I have them set up, it's really easy to pop them on and pop them off. So it's like, it doesn't if have feeling to. feeling like it, just pop them on quick. Yeah. Like York Park. If I go to York again, maybe I'd put on brakes. Yeah. Because I'd be fun there. I suck at riding transition, but I want to be good at riding transition. Yep. Same. So I'm going to try and force myself to ride that transition until I absolutely can't take yeah. it. And then I'll go to what I normally it's go just, to. It's just, I struggle with the same thing. I'm so bad at riding actual transition like that. I'm so jealous of anybody that can, you know. Right. 
Like, how do you just get to that point where you're like, yeah, I'm just going to air this, like, 20 feet. It's fine. Yeah. Every like, time I hit the lip, it's just like, ah, I'm pulling out too far. Like, <laughs> I'm going to case. <laughs> yeah, I'm deathly afraid of nose casing coming in on a quarter pipe. Yeah. It'd be terrible. But um, I did – I might have said this before, but I after watching that Corey Walsh videos, I oh think – Oh, my God, it's crazy. He's got such a confidence, and he also um, does, like, that kind of, like, uh, purpose case. Yeah. I like feel skateboarder like, influenced almost. Yeah, like a little, almost like a Wally on the way in or yeah. something. And I feel like if you can do that, like that, that might have been how he got good. How right, just figure out how to give like that. I'm going to case on purpose. Right. Learn how to do that, and then if you just yeah. accidentally do it, you can be like, oh, I know how to handle it now. Yeah, yeah unless, he's, unless his weight is really off balance. Right. He's right. kind of got it figured out. Yeah. Once I saw oh, that, that makes I was sense. like, for sure. It made me think like, all right, the next time you ride transition, I think of Steelton, like the one of the hips there, mm. like quarter quarter hips. Uh, maybe instead of just trying to jump it straight, you jump it and try and purposely case it. Right. I don't know. <laughs> See how it goes. <laughs> it's just a trial and error thing for sure. I did jump from the wedge into the bowl once. Really? One day, yeah. I landed flat. I'm she surprised was, they're adding on to that insane they broke ground already so they're taking out the playground there already gone big piles of dirt already i'm not sure what they're building yet it's crazy i should stroll by this week and find I out i just love that they took the playground out instead of adding to the other side where there's an open field yeah unless like, this, that's just not their property i don't know yeah it's kind of crazy they were like yeah fuck these kids <laughs> more skate park and i'm kind of surprised that the the residents are like right i totally fine put with that more of these assholes in here yeah but, I mean, whatever, man. Definitely I'm, the area where people would be complaining about that. Seems like it, but, you know, there's kids that, like, live in the houses, like, right next to the park that yeah. come out. Little, like, 10-year-old, 8-year-old kids smoking cigarettes, skateboarding, <laughs> doing pop shove. It's cursing you out. Very Pennsylvanian. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, it's part of part of the game. So I'm excited to see how that comes out. Yeah. More shit to ride. It's crazy. It's like Harrisburg really didn't have that much to ride. Like no. there's things, but it's things, but not like not a plethora. Yeah. So the fact that Steel got built at all was like. Phew. Right. I'm I'm surprised they put it there. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean they're putting it? Wait, what? Fuck. I heard they were supposed to be redoing the Lidditz Park, but I don't know if that's something that's actually being put into fruition or not. That sounds like. I've heard that before, but maybe. Right. I saw like a like a blueprint of mm-hmm. like I think it was Fifth Pocket oh. was going to be doing something there, but I'm not sure mm-hmm. if that's like definitely happening or not. I hope to keep the trees there. I love that that part about that. It's the worst park in the world. I fucking fall every time I go there because it's just so slippy. From the trees. It is the slippiest park ever. Yeah. It is pretty. Slippy. I haven't gone there since I moved back. I just hate it that much. What about Ephrata Park? I've never ridden that one. It, it looks like it's all aluminum. It, it might be. Yeah. Definitely nothing slides. That's for sure. Exactly. Like why? Like we'll just stay away from that. Yeah. Last time I drove there, I was like, I can't believe I wasted this much time driving here. Like it's it's fun-ish. Yeah. But you better have plastic and a lot of wax because yeah. even with the plastic, it might not slide. But um, that one park in Baltimore is pretty sweet. 
It's like in that like little park area. Uh, what the, is it called? Carol. Yeah, it's got yeah, that big. Um, that park is sick. That big bowl, not bowl, but mm, I don't know, teacup. Mm-hmm. I like that thing. And the long flat rail. That's all I really need is a flat rail and basically. Maybe I'm thinking of a different part. Yeah. I don't know. Sykesville, it's called. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever been to that one. It's cool. We should, we should do a, a morning trip there sometime. I'm down with that. Hit that and ride Baltimore. I, yeah, as long as we're allowed to travel state lines, right? Right. I notice that I get cranky when I don't ride. Yeah, I definitely do too. Yeah. Like you need it. I notice when I go like a couple weeks or something without riding, it's like I don't feel myself. Mm-hmm. It's like I need to just get out, just be out somewhere. It's like our our way of getting out of the house. I get anxiety just being like cooped up, not being able to just go out, check out something new. Mm-hmm. I've, it creeps up on me. I'm like, I am completely fine. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I'm like, fuck, I need to really. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I need to go ride. Well, this was this was as close to riding as I could get for today. You had a great day of riding today. I almost uh, cut off my fingertip. Really? Yo. Damn. Rotary cutters? Oh, yeah? They're, they cut. They ain't playing. <laughs> but, yeah, and the way, that, you know how that way that they work with, like, you leaning, mm. you could totally... Right, you could just your whole finger off. You could totally... Light work. And I fucking, I damn near cried. Yeah. Because of how scared I was <laughs> just like, when... Oh. I I was cutting fabric today, and I I've cut fabric with the rotary cutter enough to know that that thing will slice you with ease, let alone yeah. if you're putting your fucking body <laughs> in it, rolling it. And I fucking cut and I have a roller and I go, and I felt Ooh. the fucking blade underneath my skin, halfway through my finger. And I was like, <laughs> ran over, washed out. I like freaked out because I was like, I had almost cut my fingertip off like two years ago. Really? Damn. So on this finger, that right next to it. The whole hand's just going to be slowly shorter and shorter. You just keep cutting your fingertips off. Lobbing the tips off, yeah. So I had a day. I don't think I could ride. I put a uh, liquid bandage on the cut. Mm-hmm. I've never used that. It's like it's like a clear, soft super glue kind of. Yeah. And it you, have, you brush it on. Really? Of all. It's not like you just like... Yeah, it's not a squirt. It me, yeah. It's like a... It's like a glass vial, and you have instead of like a dropper, it's a brush. Oh, oh, gotcha. It looks like model paint or some weird shit, you know. Mm. But it's holding me down right now. If I tried to ride, I think I'd make it squirt or yeah. something. <laughs> Blood everywhere. That's the last thing I need right now. Right. Fucking getting the bust out of spot while you're bleeding at the spot. In this uh, 2020 world. Fucked up. What would? What are we gonna do? What would we do? if street riding is canceled meaning there's so many cameras everywhere that you cannot ride street anymore right i guess we'll just always find something yeah whether it's somebody's backyard find a way around it because part of part of like bmx is like that diy punk yeah just do whatever you want you know i think it would take a very very long time for that to happen where it's like locked down yeah, you can't get around it, but we'll be past. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll have gotten gone. our jollies out. The scooter kids will be will be left. Small towns will always be there. Yeah. Have you seen The Last Dance with Michael Jordan? No, I haven't seen it yet. It just Fuck came out on Netflix. Now it was really? on ESPN. Hmm. I couldn't fucking find the ESPN app. I couldn't get it to work. Yeah. 
but yeah, uh, I've been wanting to watch that. Dude, so much '90s nostalgia. Yeah. Locked away in that thing. <laughs> even if you like, don't even give that much of a shit. Right. Still gotta watch it. I, I got so warm and fuzzy inside watching that. Like, I think Michael Jordan was the first person I ever saw. Like, I was so young that I was like, what are people? Oh, <laughs> there's a guy. Oh, this guy is the best guy. Like, yeah, I, he's like, the best guy. Like, I, like, as I was learning what good was, I was also learning about him. And I'm like, right. he was like, I forgot Just how much, mold. like, he, uh, I, don't, I guess, influenced. Like, Definitely. Huge influence on so many people. You're like, I want to do that, but, like, with my own thing somehow, yeah. whatever it is. I don't yeah, say so not even just basketball-related. And it's it's crazy what they go through, like um, like Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen was like the number two player in the league, but he was like 135th paid. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah, so it's cool random shit too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. I th- I guess you know what we should touch base on real quick. I gotta pee real bad. I'm gonna have to like jump in some bushes, but yeah, go for it. Um, There's plenty of bushes around. I I think we should touch base on. Um, how much McLovin kind of held the house together and kind of was like the motivator definitely of the house yeah. of that era you know before even before we were in the house and even after we were in the house he was like you know I mean I owe that guy a lot he, he, sure. he encouraged us he was always down the film yep just always down for a good time make mm-hmm. something happen no matter what yeah. Every night was a good night. <laughs> Always getting into something ridiculous. Yeah. When Fuxwood premiered, the venue in Philly, mm-hmm. I had to pay them to... Uh, what venue did you have it at? It was some cafe place in West Philly. Really? Like, not even... I, I knew a girl who worked there, mm-hmm. and she was like, yeah, I'll talk to my, my yeah. boss, and maybe we'll get it through. And they had, like, a big monitor. It was all right, but we had it's to crazy pay. I wasn't even around for that. Like, that wasn't that long ago, and I still wasn't even... Like, I might have started chilling with Cody then, but I wasn't around even for the premiere or anything. Yeah, you're antique old... (laughs) Antique new school, that's what you are. (laughs) Um, That, but, um, what was I going to say? Why did I bring that up? Oh, about McLovin. So, he wanted us to pay, like, $175 or something like Mm -hmm. that to to have the video premiere hmm. and um i said to the guys i was like yeah i found a venue for philly but it's gonna cost 175 yeah mclovin was the only person that gave me money really well he yeah and i wasn't like going around to everybody with a baseball hat either right you know but you would think he just he, everyone's a part of it he helped get that video made you know just as much as i step. did yeah like between him motivating Josh to be a part of Fucks With It mm-hmm. like uh, he I told Josh about Fucks With It and he was just kind of like okay whatever kook you know <laughs> and I think once McLovin kind of got into his ear like yeah we're going to make a video it's yeah. going to be dope we're going to do this I think that's what jo- got Josh on board so I owe yeah. a lot to McLovin for like helping get getting it's always motivating together. everybody for sure mm-hmm. and him being left side two peg and me being right side two peg we if it was an ambidextrous spot, we basically yeah. <laughs> were chomping at the same things. <laughs> I would say, though, I think he is better at me at um, 
just to throw something out there. I think I've seen him 180 at the York Park from like the concrete into the street between the poles. Really? It was like a little edit I did with him at one point when we first met. And I was just like, damn, like that's, that's like far. We were like 180. We actually, I was just up in New York the other weekend. And we were like going back and watching like all those old videos. It was so crazy to like rewatch them after not watching them for so long. Because <laughs> like those older videos that he made and you made, like once I find out about that, like I'd watch them all the time. <laughs> like his little L-Town mixtape, that one. And then you oh, had a, yeah. uh, what was that one you had? The Swangin' and Bangin'? Or before that, even? Uh, we did, like, one called, like, Regulators, know. where it was, like, him and I. It was, like, a split part between me and him on a, at, at skate parks. I lit it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one, too. And then there's one. It was, like, Donny, Donny, Sage, and McLovin, where I, like, used some kind of weird, like, techno music. Quality. I enjoy that, like, um... Every edit, every video, every edit is a chance to kind of like put a different spin on it. Like, yeah, definitely. Not every video has to be. And I wish I had something like that to look back on for sure. Dude, now you have some now. Yeah. Fuck it, dude. Let's uh, remix the your Instagram clips into to a song. Make that your first video, and then your next one mm-hmm. is your next one. What's up? <laughs> What'd you say? I'm saying you take the take the heat clips that you've already posted with no music, put those oh, all together into, put them all together into one, put music to it so you have a bit like a starter like something to build from from right. there. Like yeah. it may seem like you're sucking yourself off, but <laughs> just a little bit. You know, like I said, watch some of Yumi's videos and then feel change like think about how you feel about it you know like that dude he's he's filming lens flares you know yeah every on the daily daily probably gotta cut that out (laughs) but yeah i'm not telling you what to do i mean i would almost have fun putting it together yeah i like i like being able to edit for people and then be stoked like one of the things with fucks with it and a lot of the edits i've done is i asked the writer you got a song in mind? Like, let's let's try and make it work. Right. Like, um, McLovin's "Fucks with It" song almost was "Little B, uh, Little B," uh, <laughs> "Wonton Soup." Really? That was amazing. <laughs> da, 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 da. First, I pop my car. Whoop! Then I fuck y'all, bitch. Whoop! Something that like incredible. that. Eat that wonton soup. Whoop! And we thought it was gonna be awesome, and then at the last second, he uh, found that song, and I was like. Yeah, just gotta do that. Yeah, that the journey a song. Better. Yeah, I I like iconic. The, I like the idea of doing like a cringy song on purpose. Yeah, but that that worked out and like the shit he was going through while he was filming those sections mm-hmm. and like the content of like the lyrics of the, that song. Just like maybe that's TMI, but <laughs> you know, I, it made me think of his his struggle through that mm-hmm. through that shit too. You know. When I ride by myself, I'm not, like, out there trying shit, like, mm-hmm. busting myself off. Like, I'm out pedaling around looking at stuff mainly. I mm-hmm. ride a little bit, but, like, I don't know. Like, when I I broke my knee when I was riding by myself, and I feel like that just kind of, like, threw me off from doing shit when I'm out by myself. Mm-hmm. It was just a whole fucking ordeal getting to the hospital. Sticks are a low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Yeah. 
spent like spending so much time just out pedaling around by yourself is good for just like getting out seeing shit just being out doing whatever but like i'm not out really riding mm-hmm. a little bit depends keep it easy keep it light but i'm just trying to help people know about the undercover heater Stephen klein <laughs> swaggy last not much, name not much to know Stephen neck sweat klein big neck sweat <laughs> big neck sweat <laughs> They call him Young Human. I am, in fact, human. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for being on. And, uh, Absolutely. You're welcome on anytime. Have to do it again for sure. Cool. Got, got any ideas for your outro song? Uh, definitely Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane? Yeah. All right. I'll pick one. D.I.G. Dipped in gold. All right. <laughs> That's it. Let's do it. That's the one. Play him off, keyboard cat. She dripped and go, she dripped and go, she water with the dip and go, she in the kitchen. Down she a good mathematician. Just to put her clothes on, probably take her 20 minutes. Just to put the gold on, probably take like 40 minutes. Gold car, gold Bentley, and she got a gold boutique. You know, goo off, feed this baby, treat her like a pediatrician. Drop top bands at Peter Street. My goatee match her diamond. Bling. Drummer boy, I killed the beat and it didn't take me 30 seconds. Go team match a diamond necklace. You know brisk or hella flexin'. Test him TV super geek. I draw test man, we never pass him. Gucci man with yellow gold and rose gold, he hella clashin'. Told my mama I can't go to school, that's not my fucking passion. She did, she, she dip and go, you dig that. Yeah, you know she dipped and go. She did, she, she dipped and go, you dig that. Man, I swear her body cold. She D.I.G. She dipped and go. You dig that? Man, I got a dip and go. She D.I.G. She D.I.G. She dig that? She dripped and go, she dripped and go, she dripped and go. My rush that just be so offensive. Please just stay out, Gucci business. Trouble boy, you too explicit. Big who up, I'm so prolific. I just got like 30 goals. Bitch, I just came from the dentist. Hello tripping, hello whipping. Drop my top, my rims ain't spinning. Ride with me, bitch, know you ain't. Say you love me, no you don't. Hit the blunt, I wish I would. Bitch, you can't even hit the trunk. Drop top, robbery, ride through Cleveland, pain on car red every month. Can you handle what you with? See, cause this right here ain't what you want. No, ain't what you want. No, you're not, and no, you cut. Park my Jeep, jump in my dump. This big dog Gucci, but I'ma run. Dip my blunt in gold, man. Now I got a golden blunt. Sipping on some golden lean. This activist, it keep me slow. She did, she dip and go. You dig that? Yeah, you know she dipped and go. She did, she dipped and go. You dig that? Man, I swear her body cold. She D.I.G., she dipped and go, you dig that? Man, I got her dipped and go. She D.I.G., she D.I.G., you dig that? She dripped and go, she dripped and go, she dipped and go. She work out, man, she doing crunch. I'ma hit her once a month. I'm gonna let her hit the blunt. She refused to give a sign. All these thighs on my thigh, man, I gotta give a one. I just came from show Ohio, they gave me like half a hun. Like the OPC man, I think I should team with Bond. I should sign with BMG, cause I just moved a metric ton. I should sign with BSL, cause man, I used to hang with Doc. MPA 10 17 bitch, $10,000 playing Tom. Rich squad like in WA. Drama, but he doubt the joint. Gucci man, I'm 
shook night and I can't fight, I ain't got nothing to say. Oh Gucci, I'm getting this tray, I do up, man. I need a tray. New Gucci is big goo up, I'm paying my cars, I got a straight. She did you, she dipped and go, you dig that. Yeah, you know she dipped and go. She did you, she dipped and go, you dig that. Man, I swear her body cold. She did you, she dipped and go, you dig that. Man, I gotta dip and go. She did you, she did you, you dig that. She dripped and go, she dripped and go, she dipped and go.